I'm your host, Nick Ginsberg, and you're listening to The Open Drive, a podcast focusing on authentic living and defining your own path against the odds. Well, hi there. Welcome back to another episode of The Open Drive. I am, as always, very excited and grateful and humbled and whatnot that you're listening. So thank you so much. And thank you to the new listeners. Hello and welcome. Thank you for reaching out. In the last episode, I stressed that it'd be lovely uh, for you to reach out on Instagram and say hi and let me know a bit about you. So thank you to those that did that. Uh, It was great. I loved chatting with you. Um, So just a reminder, if you want to do that, if you want to reach out to me, which I love, um, head to Instagram and find me nice and easy. It's just Nick Ginsburg, all one word, and you can find me, flick me a DM. And uh, just before we jump into this uh, episode today, I do want to remind everyone that uh, this podcast in general covers off on childhood trauma, addiction, mental health, uh, amongst various other things. So just a warning. Okay, so today's episode, I want to talk about uh, uh, those acts that you do that give yourself a bit of a mental health break. So kind of recharge yourself, if you will. Uh, And I want to pinpoint it back to a time. So uh, in the, I think it was two episodes, three episodes ago, um, I discussed dementia and grief uh, around mum's diagnosis and her ending up in the home. But I wanted to really pick it up from there and uh, share with you a, a lesson that I learned in terms of giving my brain and body uh, time to rest and time to heal and uh, time to relax, which wasn't something that I was very good at. So um, uh, so what happened is not long after mum went into the aged care facility and she was being looked after well and all of that, uh, Ricky and I had booked to go on a cruise from Brisbane uh, up to the islands. We went to Fiji, New Caledonia, Um somewhere else (laughs) but uh, we did all of those kinds of islands uh, which was fantastic but I had not processed anything that had just happened so I hadn't given myself a chance to stop and breathe and feel what was happening and deal with everything uh, that had happened with mum I just hadn't I hadn't given myself a chance to to really uh, process all of that. And so we fly up to Queensland, we get on the cruise ship. Uh, my mum uh, was brought down to say goodbye to us and a quick hello. We got to see them before we got on, but by my auntie and uncle. And we say goodbye to them, we get on the ship. And this was the first time I'd ever been on a cruise ship. Now, I know some people either love cruising or they hate cruising. I adore cruising now. Uh, I am a huge fan. Uh, it's a, it's great for me, and I'll tell you why in a second. Um, but uh, the we, we sail away, everything's fine, and Ricky had done cruises before, and so he knew to pack stuff to really uh, lay by the pool and read. He was reading books and all of that. And then we get... Uh, I think we're probably two or three days in and I could not relax. So Ricky would want to spend hours laying by the pool. I couldn't do it. I couldn't turn my brain off. I couldn't stop fidgeting. Uh, 
and looking back, I can see that it's because my body was trying to process everything and was uh, trying to sort of regulate and keep myself busy so I didn't have to think about it, I think, also to a degree. And so I remember a few days in and he said, just relax. I just need you to relax. Just lay down, just relax. And of course, um, I, that did not go well for me and I, I really struggled I really, really struggled on that cruise. Um, we watched, which wasn't helpful, I think about halfway through the cruise, we watched The Notebook. Uh, if you haven't seen The Notebook, uh, and if your parent has, or one of your parents has a dementia, uh, I don't recommend it. <laughs> it's a beautiful movie and it was, it was lovely, but I cried so hard uh, at the end of that movie that I had to go out onto our balcony to get fresh air. And I was doing, you know, that cry when you just can't seem to get a breath. It was like that, <laughs> that kind of cry. Um, so it broke me. Uh, that movie broke me and, and it was actually really good that it broke me because I was able to let everything out and come the end of that cruise, I was doing much better I didn't have, and that was at the period also when I was dealing with a lot of sort of abandonment issues as well, which was rearing up when it was such high stress. I touched on that on an episode last year. If you haven't listened to it, head to it. There's a two-part episode, uh, abandonment part one, abandonment part two. I'm very creative with the titles of my podcasts. <laughs> uh, so that they're in that. So I'd suggest that you listen to those if you haven't yet. Um but yeah, so I was dealing with abandonment issues at that point as well. So of course, during this cruise, I'm dealing with my own head spinning and thinking that Ricky's about to leave me. He wasn't. Um, and so we get back and I felt really relaxed. After being able to shut down sort of the last few days, I was really able to relax. Um, and it was great. Since then, Ricky and I have done... Oy, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to count them. I think we've done seven cruises, six or seven cruises. Um, and it's the best. It is the best for me. Uh, it's the time where I get on board, I unpack my suitcase, I put my phone generally in the safe, uh, or I carry it around but don't really check it, and I switch off. It's heaven. It's usually just Ricky and I. We get to lay by the pool. We get to uh, eat dinner at five o'clock in the afternoon, which is perfect for us because we are uh, clearly 90 years old. And uh, it's just great. It is my time where I can switch my brain off. I can reset. I can relax. And it's fantastic. A big part of that for me is actually being around the water as well. So I... Born on the Gold Coast, I spent so much of my time around water and particularly at the beach. And water does this thing for me. It completely calms me. It centers me. It makes me relax. And so often what I do now on cruises is we always get a balcony room because, you know, I like fresh air. Um, <laughs> and I will often sit on our balcony and just watch the water. We can be in the middle of the ocean. There's not a ship or land in sight. And I will just stare at the water. I could I could look at it all day. It just makes me feel so calm. Um, 
and it's heaven. And so we try and go on cruises regularly. Obviously, COVID happened and we haven't been on one. Although we did manage to get on one uh, just before COVID broke. So during the bushfires, uh, we actually were on a cruise uh, and the bushfires happened for those not in Australia. Um, They happened... Uh, I think a month before COVID. So a uh, pretty rough time for those uh, communities that were affected by bushfire and then uh, struggled with COVID. So um, they're, prob- they're still recovering 100%. So we had gone on a family cruise, uh, which was the first time I'd been on a cruise with anyone other than Ricky. And uh, we had a big cruise uh, booked. There was a whole bunch of us going. I can't remember how many. I think there was probably 20 something like that. And we had t-shirts made. So, uh, Ricky's cousin, uh, Taylor had these t-shirts made and we walked around only on the first day when we boarded, um, with t-shirts that said WTF. Now I'm not going to say what the common, uh, uh, thing is of that. Uh, you can piece that together yourself, but ours was with the family. Um, so that's what we used. And we all had our names on the back, like a, a class of 2000, um, like school jersey type thing. Uh, and it was so much fun. Anyways, we got on that cruise and I was like, oh, am I still going to be able to relax? What's that going to be like? And I was. It was totally chilled. So much fun. Um, got to spend a lot of time in the water. It was great. It was fantastic. It was really, really, really good. And so we managed to get that in just before COVID. But obviously we haven't been on a cruise since then. So that was January, 2020, we got back. Um, And it's very first world problems that I'm complaining that I haven't been on one again or have one booked, but you know, such is life. Uh, It is a really important thing for me to be able to, to go on trips and to, to make my mind kind of uh, zone out and give myself a chance to breathe. And so I've, I've really loved cruising. So I wanted to share that with you, but the purpose of sharing all of this with you is um, not so much to share my story in this episode, although I say that 10 minutes in, um, but it's more to have a prompter for you around, even if you don't struggle with your mental health, um, it's really important that we all have those moments where we can zone out and give ourselves a mental health break. Uh, And I think it's really important that we can continue to do that. So what I would urge you to do, and I'm, and again, I'm no uh, uh, expert in this. I'm not, I'm not a therapist, nothing like that. But what I've learned from me is that find those times, and obviously cruising is the main one for me. But I have other periods where I'm able to zone out for a brief period and and uh, relax and all of that. But find those, find those times in your day where you can block out or find what makes you relaxed, you're most relaxed, when can you stop your mind from running, right? What is what is it that you're doing when you're able to stop your mind from running? For some people, that's exercise. So running, riding a bike, dancing, you name it. Um, that's when people are able to relax. Fantastic. Others, it's listening to music or watching TV shows uh, or going on holidays or spending an hour at the beach or sitting in the pool or, you know, there's so many things that you can do. So what I would do is think about when are those moments where you feel the most relaxed? When, what do they align with? So what are you doing? 
during those moments and then actively put those into your routine. So actively have moments where you can really zone out and you can just be quiet doing whatever it is you want to do. I do that. I uh, listen to music probably three times a week in bed. Um, uh, uh, And it's literally, uh, Ricky's fast asleep. It's at night. I'll put my, my AirPods in and listen to music. I listen to maybe four or five songs, completely zoned out. And it calms myself, sort of calms my brain. And then I go to sleep and I'm out cold. So integrate the moments that give you that sort of calmness into your day, into your week, into your year, um, to make sure that you're staying on top of it. Because regardless of whether or not you have a diagnosed mental health issue, we all need to make sure that we are able to stay on top of our own mental health and and give ourselves a chance to breathe and relax and make sure that we're looking after ourselves. So this is going to be a shorter episode because I wanted to share that with you. Um, I've got some exciting episodes coming up, which I can't wait to share a bit more of my story, uh, a bit more of uh, dynamics, dealing with hardships, um, more lessons that I've learnt. Uh, so we've got a few more episodes in this series for 2021. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to sharing those with you. So I'm going to leave you with that. And that key takeaway, find the moments that you are the most relaxed and then actively input them into your schedule. Really simple. So please make sure you do that. Regardless of how you're feeling, it's important that you give yourself a chance to, to breathe. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you stay safe and healthy regardless of what you're doing at the moment and have, regardless of what you're doing at the moment, <laughs> you know what I meant, um, and have a great day. I will talk to you in the next episode. Thank you again for listening. Have fun. See you later.